0: Hi, in the hills of Happy Valley, Oregon, welcome to Until We Meet Again, brought to you by the kind support of Cornerstone Funeral Services in Boring, Oregon, and friends like you. I'm Elizabeth Fournier. This radio broadcast is an expression of our common ground of mortality, because after all, we are all in this together. Today's reading is edited and adapted from 9 Romans 12, 15 through 16. Rejoice with those who rejoice... Mourn with those who mourn, live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of a lower position, for conceit and that contempt is not love. We are all dying here at a very faster clip than any decade. We are the most aged population now. We have the baby boomers coming into play, people born between 1946 and 64. Um, A lot of turnover going on on the planet. Research is really showing that a whole food plant-based diet is really the best way to prevent and or reverse the chronic diseases that cause so much unnecessary suffering and the premature death here in America. For those of you who aren't so sure what that is, the whole food plant-based diet, it's based on really the following principles. It's really whole food. That's natural foods that aren't heavily processed, like so much of the fast food that we love to eat and go through the drive-through for. That also means that the whole unrefined and the minimally refined ingredients are really present with that. And of course, plant-based is really important. That's food that comes from plants and doesn't include animal ingredients such as meat and milk and honey and eggs and all of that. So my guests today, we have Don Fries and Bev Bo with us. They have started the Healthy World Sedona. They are absolute proponents Of this diet. And not only that, they have been aficionados and part of this diet plan. And basically, it's a whole food lifestyle that they've been a part of for many years. We're here to talk to them about their journey, how they feel, what you can do to have their health and their disease prevention. And thank you both for being here. And I I just want to start with how long have you been embracing this lifestyle?
1: That's a good question, and it's different for the two of us. I think Don should start because he's, he's the uh, grandfather of the lifestyle in
2: our <laughs> couple here. Yeah, I, I ran across the uh, initial book that uh, Dr. John McDougall wrote, gosh, 35 years ago or so. And, you know, having grown up on a farm in Colorado with meat and dairy every day and all that, I just read that and I said, oh, my goodness, he uh, I experienced as a young doctor on a new uh, sugar cane plantation in Hawaii. Uh, observationally, he just noticed that all the people who ate the traditional diet of their ancestors, the workers from the Philippines or from Okinawa, uh, were trim, slim, lived very well into their 90s and 100s without any of the degenerative diseases, obesity, di- uh, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, dementia. All of those were almost totally absent from those populations. But their children and their grandchildren, who then adopted the typical American diet, what we call the standard American diet, SAD, um, had the same rate of cancer, heart disease, uh, early, uh, early demise, and so forth. So uh, I just switched literally overnight and just, just went, went that way and, and haven't turned back. Now guess gonna tell her story.
1: Well, I lived my first 60 plus years um, eating that sad diet, the standard American diet. I grew up in Portland and and lived in Oregon all my life. Um, and I was I was married um, for 37 years. Um, my first husband uh, passed away from type 1 diabetes, and. Um, it really wasn't until I met Don that I even had a clue that maybe maybe eating the way... And I, frankly, I thought he was crazy when I met him, so I'll I just have to say that. But um, I really didn't have a clue that eating a plant-based diet could have the impact it had. And and I, in fact, had set about set to try to convince him he was wrong because I liked him, but I, I didn't really think I should make that change. And and um, fortunately, I realized the way to convince me was wrong was to find the data. So I started researching. And the more I researched, the more I realized I was the one that was mistaken. So I made the switch then as well. But that was, I, I just turned 70 this year. That was in, you know, my, I was 60, 61 years old. So, so I lived my pretty much my whole life uh, in the way most people do. And I was one of those people in the fast food (laughs) drive-thrus.
0: Yeah, aren't we all? Well, besides you two, most yeah. of us are. So this is this is fabulous yeah. information. And I think we're definitely happy that you're on the train doing great things because there's so many positive perks here. Maybe the main thing people can relate to is the easy weight management. That idea that people who eat a plant based diet, they really tend to be leaner than those who don't. And the diet makes it easy to lose weight, to keep it off, and you're not really counting calories because you're eating pretty low based food here. The disease prevention. That is, we are rampant with cancers, tumors, disease all over the place. And the whole food, plant based eating, I know it can prevent and even reverse some chronic diseases. What can you tell us about some of the research you found about actually reversing some heart disease, some type two diabetes, and all those other bad things?
2: Well, if you uh, if you read um, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn's book about reversing heart disease. Dean Ornish uh, out of San Francisco area. Uh, We also have uh, Dr. Michael Greger who just talked to our fourth annual health and nutrition conference and fourth annual VegFest that we just had two weeks ago here in Sedona and that Mark Turnbull and his wife attended. But it's an amazing um, science that's behind this and we've known... The professionals have known, uh, some of them anyway, in the background that this was the way to go, but our culture is so heavily steeped in the animal-based, like, protein and the myths that surround where you get where you get the necessary nutrients. The reason you don't have to use portion control at all, you can eat all you want all the time, with the whole food plant base, is it's high in in uh, nutrition, but it's low in actual calories,
1: so. Oh. And I, I think this was, you know, your question is, is such a good one, because this was total news to me. And I think it's news not only to most of the public, but to many, many health practitioners that these diseases, which we, we've assumed that once you get them, you just have them, um, are actually reversible in many cases. You know, I, I had no idea that heart disease, for example, could be reversed, that type 2 diabetes could be reversed. And, uh, in fact, in, in many cases, uh, and we might say most cases, if, if uh, people adopt this soon enough, um, it can be. And it's just, you know, you think about what happens to people when they go to the doctor with one of these, and they get this diagnosis, and it's kind of like, okay, this is your life. From now on, here's the medications you're going to take, and I'll monitor you until you need to increase those medications, and we need to add another one, and and that's what happens to people, and that's how their lives progress. And the thought that they can go to the doctor and and get a prescription for something that will actually cure this disease, heal them, is phenomenal, And, and it ought to be in the headlines of the national news every day, and, and it isn't. So that's frustrating, but anyway, it is the good news. Yeah, and we want
2: to encourage people, uh, I'll mention this again later in the program, but to go to our website, which is healthyworldsedona.com, and we have professionally record all of the doctors, nurses, and other professionals that speak every year, and we have the archival uh, information there and the videos, they can just, hear from themselves, from the experts, don't have to just trust Bev and I, who, even though we're fairly well-informed and we completed a course out of Cornell in uh, nutrition, um, whole food plant-based, it's, it's, it's the, the, over, the evidence is just absolutely overwhelming. And then the greatest payoff, and I know you're, you at Cornerstone, of course, deal with folks that have passed the threshold, if you will, um, is that it does delay the threshold by quite a number of years, frankly. Um, But uh, those people are out there enjoying a vigorous, healthy lifestyle, and and it's okay to die at 105, a healthy 105, but it's not okay to have 20 to 30 years of degenerative um, uh, conditions of one sort or another, and then die essentially hooked up to a bunch of tubes. There, There are different ways to exit this planet, and we're big proponents of everyone enjoying a full and vigorous life right up till the end.
0: My guests today are Bev Bo and Don Fries from Healthy World Sedona. Something that happens when we eat bad foods is everyday foods really kill us slowly. I know there's canned tomato sauce, soda pop, deli meats, artificial sweeteners, margarine. I can go on and on. Um, hot dogs, potato chips, Wonder Bread. And these things are really taking away from our quality of life, it's probably challenging when you first start the whole food plant-based diet, but I imagine ultimately the rewards really outweigh the um, lack of going through the dollar menu at McDonald's, don't they?
1: Well, they absolutely do. And, and I have to say, so my own experience with this, which is more recent than Dawn's, so it's, it's fresh in my mind or fresher was it it felt to me like I had moved to a new country. That's kind of how I thought about it. I thought, oh, okay, in in my new country, we don't eat those foods. We eat these foods. Uh, Just as if, you know, if you move to India or some other place, you would find a different cultural um, diet. And so I kind of thought about it that way, and it was learning a new way to cook, and, um, you know, knew different tricks of the trade compared to what I'd learned from my mom. Uh, but once you learn it, it's just the way you cook and it's just the way you eat. So, and the rewards far outweigh this difficulty. And, and I don't want to minimize that there's challenges, certainly like eating in restaurants is more challenging, but it's not impossible. And um, the rest of it, you know, the, the fact that we enjoy our food tremendously, the food is it's beautiful because it's colorful, it's tasty, um, and, and we don't have any angst over it. You know, we just eat it and enjoy it. It's not like, oh, I shouldn't have any more of that, or, or um, I, I know... This tastes so good, but I know I shouldn't eat it. We don't have any of that. And that is actually so freeing. It's a wonderful
2: gift. And the greatest payoff, uh, if I may say, is is the moment-to-moment vigor you have of every moment of every day. Uh, we don't even own aspirin in this home. I mean, you know, it's just the absence of uh, going to essentially what we have in America is a sickness care um, System as opposed to a healthcare system. If we truly had a healthcare system, uh, the physicians that are there would be there for things like broken arms, etc. You know, accidents, but they wouldn't be there for the chronic conditions that are so common and so preventable in America. So that's that moment-to-moment vigor—that's the truest and the best payoff. And you're back to your high school trim automatically. Um, you're getting all the fiber you need, which. Uh, All plants have fiber, and I think it's only 5% of Americans get enough fiber because they're not eating plants they're eating processed foods or uh, animal foods, which have zero fiber. So, your microbiome changes dramatically. You feel better. You look better. You smell better. Everything. Um, So, I wanted to say one thing while we have a chance, because the folks out there may be saying, well, where's a more local resource? But Bev and I happen to live in you know, Salem and the Portland area for many years. And northwestveg.org, N-W-V-E-G dot O-R-D, is, uh, is the organization there locally. And they put on the Portland Veg Fest every year uh, in October, usually. And people can go there to that website, but certainly tap into the local community because you have a very vibrant uh, plant-based community right there in
0: Portland. We do. We're really fortunate. I want to hear about the festival that both of you were very involved in last month, the Sedona Veg Fest of 2020, the two-day celebration of the joys of plant-based eating. It sounds divine, and I want to hear more about it.
2: Oh, well, it was fabulous. We we packed out the performing arts center. This is our fourth Vet Fest, uh, 750 people and standing room only in that place, and it, you know it was uh, it was just totally awesome. Um, Dr. Michael Greger, who uh, is the key person behind North, uh, it's NutritionFacts.org, NutritionFacts.org. We encourage everyone to go there and sign up. He sends out daily um, uh, videos that are just fabulous, and you can look up any condition. And read his book. Uh, well, it's two books now. He's "How Not to Die" D I E, and his second book, which was just released, and was sold out on his books this year. "How Not to Yes, D I E T.
1: Well, and, uh, the thing uh, about our Veg Fest, you know, it's a it's a two day celebration of the uh, the information and the joys of a plant based lifestyle. So we, it's uh, it's really is educationally focused, we have speakers from all around the nation, and then we have, um, we have exhibitors that have products that they share and cooking demos, but I think the thing that, um, that also makes it wonderful is it, it brings people into a community of, of people that are, are either involved in this lifestyle or curious about the lifestyle. And um, one of the things I think people fear when they think about a change like this is, well, am I going to be all alone out there? Am I just the only one eating this weird way? And, and so I think the experience of VegFest, and the same would be true in the Portland one, is, hey, there's a lot of people out here that do this. And, and in fact, they're, they're really nice people. <laughs> they,
2: they are. They're very nice. And they, they, there's a potluck. Regularly, products in the Portland area that people can tap into. Right.
1: And, um, and at our event, we really focus on, on three reasons for going plant-based. And we've been talking about the human health issue. But there's also tremendous benefits to the environment. Uh, the impact on climate change of animal agriculture is tremendous. And so it, it eliminates that issue. And also on the impact on animals, which, um, of course, if you're eating them, that's not a good thing to them, So,
2: And this includes fish. Uh, we're decimating the ocean, which is a natural place for carbon sinks. You know, if, they, if we leave a fish in the ocean, that's actually much better for our environment, just like leaving the Amazon forest intact is much better for our environment because that, that all acts as a giant carbon sink. And environmentally, we're, our footprint uh, is cut in half. Easily cut in half by, by um, just going whole food plant-based.
1: Yeah. So anyway, the, the event focuses on all of those aspects. Right.
0: Is there fun for kids? Do people dress up like their favorite broccoli shoot or their games, coloring? Is there anything that really helps children at a young age realize that embracing cauliflower is cool?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, let me mention, well, we have a little of that at ours. Um, Sedona is a, um, an older community. Largely, and we don't have as many kids that attend. But in Portland, uh, at the Portland Veg Fest, there are always um, uh, events and things for kids, and they have a whole kids station area. And so, um, yes, there there are efforts there for uh,
2: for kids. And last year in January 2019, we actually had a, a, a sub focus, if you will, on kids. We had actually five or six children between the ages of i think uh, seven and thirteen or something who gave their own personal um, testimony if you will of what is it like growing up as a as a vegan plant-based child and really um, there's a couple of interview uh, interviews in the two thousand nineteen segments on our website that are really illuminating because the kids are just singing the phrases it's not really that different and they feel great they're all slender they're all bouncy, vigorous, tall, um, happy kids, because that is the optimal food. Genetically, we're programmed to, uh, to, to eat plants and oil-free, by the way, because if you're using olive oil or canola oil, yeah, that is a processed food. It's not a whole mm-hmm. food. Uh, if you want olive oil, just eat olives or corn.
0: So go for the whole source of the food, not the byproduct.
2: Yeah, not the, not the um, artificially um, pressed out, uh, in, in dramatic ways, changed food. You want natural foods, it's not raw food. Uh, some people go into that aspect of uncooked. We're fine with cooking foods, but just cook them minimally and eat as many of them raw as you can, but, um, but, but not oils and so forth, because that can damage the, inner, the endothelial line, lining of your arteries just as much as butter or or other animal
0: foods. Let's talk about some easy first steps. How about giving up fast food? That means anything out of a box or a bag with a wrapper on it. If someone starts there, that's a good first step Once somebody doesn't have to eat fast food. And then what do you say is the next? Not eating something out of a can? Or what's kind of the next foothold somebody can gain into walking that lifestyle? You
1: know, I, I don't... I would say don't eat out of a can. Uh, canned foods are convenience foods, and um, in many cases for people, uh, it, yeah, it's probably better if you, if you fix it yourself, but, but I think that can be a barrier. So if you think of things like uh, beans, um, whether it's black beans or garbanzo beans or whatever, you know, uh, canned, canned beans are inexpensive, and, and really they're fine. Um, there, there are some concerns about the, the products they line cans with. And so if, if I were to make an argument against buying canned foods, it would be probably try to get the BPA-free ones. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I wouldn't say not canned. Canned, frozen, whatever. Um, I, think, I think not making it too difficult for people is probably an important first step.
2: Yeah, and I would avoid uh, a lot of items on uh, grocery shelves that are come out of a box, you know, the pre, the heavily refined this and that that you, um, that you eat that are, that are processed. Just, just go more towards uh, what is pretty much is in the same form as nature put it in, like the beans that Bev mentioned, and, and the tomatoes uh, you had mentioned just a few minutes ago. Uh, maybe there was a problem with tomatoes or tomato but tomatoes are great. Um, they're healthy. Um, you know, unless you're somehow allergic to something uh, in the nightshade family. But other than that, they're great.
1: Yeah. So, I, you know, I think kind of good first steps, think about what you already enjoy. So if you love a baked potato, a baked potato is great. And so what you would probably change is what do you put on that baked potato? So instead of sour cream and butter, um, I mean, we make baked potatoes and baked sweet potatoes, and we'll put... Chili on them, mm-hmm. a plant-based chili, or we'll um, we'll put a uh, a cashew cream, or or uh, you know veggies, and they can be wonderful. So I think start with with foods that you already are familiar with and you like, and um, just find some ways to to leave out the animal products, leave out the refined products, and replace that with. Um, more of a whole food, plant-based product? Yeah, we're
2: basically designed genetically to be to burn starch. I mean, starch is our ideal fuel. So think of potatoes, think of rice, whole whole grain rice, think of whole grain pastas. Those can be the foundations of wonderful meals, uh, low-cost meals too, by the way. This, uh, this lifestyle actually will cost you less than the other. And, and once again, you're avoiding the fast food and you're eating as nature
1: intended to eat. Yeah. We eat a lot of soups. We eat a lot of kind of stews. One of our favorite things is, you know, a Buddha bowl. You you, you get bowls in a lot of restaurants these days, but you just start with a grain that you like. It could be rice, quinoa, um, and then our uh, other kind of whole grains that are cooked. Um, and we, and we, we combine the, the hot and the cold foods. You can put in your greens, your kale, or or whatever, and um, and some some beans and other uh, carrots. You know, wh- whatever you like, and put a delicious sauce on it, and it's a
2: meal. Yeah, an oil-free sauce, I might add. Um, one thing I wanted to address, what, since people may be curious, is well, where do you get your protein? Well, actually, um, you get just the right amount of protein, roughly 10% from eating a whole food plant-based diet, and. Uh, A potato, for example, has all this. I think it's roughly 10% of protein from from the calories. So you're getting the optimal amount. Uh, One of the issues with being on a meat and dairy lifestyle is you get much more protein than your body needs, 30%, in some cases 40% of calories each day, and it's from the wrong source, animal sources which promotes cancer and and so forth, and it has uh, the associated fats and cholesterol, and so forth. And this is also associated, some of your elderly listeners may be interested in, associated with, all, uh, with um, osteo, oh, oh, dementia osteoporosis. and osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. Um, so.
0: What about drinks? Black coffee okay?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: if you like coffee, uh, mm. plant-based food. Uh. <laughs> is tea with
0: caffeine okay? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean I think uh you know caffeine has its its own um impacts and so if you're sensitive to it if it mm-hmm. I mean one thing that is very important is is good sleep at night. So oh, yeah. a lot of people yeah. are impacted by caffeine particularly if they drink it um afternoon and so I just be aware of that but that's true whether you're plant-based or not.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, one quick note I wanted to make too while we have a moment is please read uh everyone should read The Alzheimer's Solution by our friends, Drs. Dean and Aisha Shirzai. They're out of Loma Linda University Medical Center in Los Angeles. Um, They're neurologists, and there are five factors to good health. Obviously, nutrition is one of them, but uh, as Bev just mentioned, uh, restful sleep is another one. The neural program, so N is nutrition, E is exercise, U is unwinding, um, having good family relationships. Uh, and restful sleep. Uh, well, restorative sleep is the R of neural. And then optimize is um, getting involved in complex projects that give you joy as opposed to stress.
0: <laughs> and so, they can find out uh, a lot yeah. of this at healthyworldsedona.com. Healthy World. And Sedona, yeah. of course, the city of Arizona. What else can they find when they take a peek at your website?
2: Yeah, they can go in, uh, If they go to Healthy World Sedona, go in uh, under the. Um, under the Resources tab, uh, and they'll find a whole listing of, um, of uh, books, including cookbooks, by the way, that walk you through, and there are many really good um, uh, videos and other resources available there off, out of Netflix and so forth. Once again, our website has four years now, or um, it will have four years in a couple of weeks once we get all the videos uploaded, but it has three full years already up uploaded and available under the archive section. If you click on the events tab and go one uh, step down from the events tab, you'll see archive. And then just scroll down and click on the go. We have all of the videos are up, uploaded to Vimeo, V-I-M-E-L. Uh, there's just a little click there. Real high quality. And they can listen to these wonderful, compassionate experts talking about not just human health, but environmental health, and also animal health and welfare.
0: You've been listening to KKPZ 1330 AM The Truth. Thank you to my guests, Bev Bo and Don Fries. And until we meet again next week, be excellent to each other.